We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast today. We're going to lighten up the pod a little bit because Lou and Greg are getting a little stressed out from my questions. And we're going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) favorite golf courses. So our top three favorite golf courses that we've played or are going to be playing. Because I think Lou's got one coming in the future, which we'll talk about. Top three favorite golf courses. And as always, we would like to know your top three favorite golf courses you can hit us up on our socials or even post a comment down below let's do this so we're going to do top three favorite golf courses guys greg and lou hello welcome to both of you gents mark boys um i thought we'd lighten it off a little bit that sounds good greg and i like that (laughs) yes i'm voting for that my favorite golf course is the Jack Nicholas course in Saudi Arabia. That's my top one. <laughs> Come on <laughs> now. Oh, so we're here gonna, we go. I'm gonna, you, you're, that, you're that guy, like just stirring the pot. Just stirring yeah. the pot. And then, and then the stand pot. back and watch it all go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did. Have I lit on that Tinder stick? Sorry, was that me? <laughs> um, yeah. So top three favorite golf courses, and we'll go each. We'll go one, two, three. Don't give me all three. I just want one. So I want them in, in your third favorite first. So we'll leave our favorites to last. So Greg, three favorite golf courses. And we'll talk a little bit as the pod goes on of what makes it a great golf course as well. Mm. Um, what's your third favorite of your top three golf courses? Riviera. Oh, oh Riviera in LA. Well, that's a good um, what do we and, love and for, about Riviera? Well, well, lots of things. So, um, one, same grass I grew up playing golf at. Like, I grew up playing okay. at um, golf course. Uh, so, Kaikuyu grass, fairways, Poena green. So, same grass. So rem- then, a little bit of history for you. They have eucalyptus trees in California. And they were brought over way back when to um, build railway lines. And they found out that the wood was too, too hard for railway lines or too, so I can't remember. They basically, they got all these eucalyptus trees, which are throughout our country in Australia. So it reminds me of home, right? Okay. So you combine with the feeling of being in Australia while I'm in LA, plus it's down in this canyon, it's kind of cool. Um, and the design is, it's one of those places when you play there, and St. Andrews kind of ticks this box too. When you play there, it's like, oh, I'm not sure. It's a little subtle. And then a tournament pops up and you hit it in the wrong spot. You, and you're like, oh, 
oh, I really needed to know this, right? It, it really challenges yeah. you once you know, oh, holy mackerel, you can't miss it here. You can't, it's not as obvious. It's really subtle um, versus a lot of golf courses these days design, you know, don't hit it in the water. That's pretty obvious, right? Because there's massive yeah, yeah. lakes and, you know, things like that. So this is more subtle. Like there's, there's no, you know, water in it. It's, it's pleasing to the eye. Um, and it has a lot of nice options for, Amateurs too. You don't have to fly it through the air. You can roll it up there a little bit, even though Kaku doesn't roll much. But um, it it can be played by all different levels. Um, I just it just there's only one hole that I wish was different. It's probably 18. The rest of them I'm pretty comfy with. But uh, yeah, that's my third favourite. I really I really love playing. I like that. I do feel a little bit, Lou, that Greg's going to have some heavy cards in this episode, isn't he? Like, we're yeah. like, barely worth no, like being here, isn't <clears throat> No, but you'd be surprised. I, I have, oh, like, third, there's a lot third of Third favourite, Riviera. Yeah. Who <laughs> <are> <laughs> you roll out with like, local yeah. public course down the road, 25 yeah. bucks. No, I, um, I haven't played a lot of the, like, the mecca, like Lou might touch on one that he's going to get to play at some point, but I haven't played a lot of um, you know, the, in the Northeast and Shinnecock, I haven't played a lot of those at all. And yeah. even Cyprus and things like that, I haven't touched that. But I have played some lovely ones, I'll be honest. I'm pretty spoiled. Yeah. We'll get to your other ones. So, Riviera, Lou, what's your third favourite of your top three calls? Well, one, I'm, I'm, I, the fact that you didn't pick it already tells me it's it's in number two or number one, and that's the Corrales Golf Club. Um, that's <laughs> that's where, where you are this week, week right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's Montreux up in uh, uh, Reno, Tahoe, my, my one and only PJ Tour victory. That is oh, there you, go. there yeah, you go. Yeah. My third favorite course, um, I would say it's, it's, be, it's tied between uh, Kapalua. So I played there when I was in Hawaii for my honeymoon many years ago. And it's just cool. such a, uh, I only, only played it one time. And, is that uh, where I they made... play the event? Is that where they play the event? Yeah, 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 the yeah. plantation course. Um, yeah. And um, I may or may not have had, you know, several, you know, frozen drinks the day before. So um, it was a great, it's the scenic, uh, the, the scenery in Hawaii is incredible. Greg, I'm sure you've played there a few times. It's just stunning. In just Hawaii. once. Yeah, once. It, it's mm-hmm. just a stunning, stunning place. So it was beautiful. It's tied between that. And then, of course, you may have never heard of. There's a place in Maryland called Bully Rock which they've had, they've held four or five LPGA championships there. Um, and it's just a great, great track. It's a lot of fun. The, I will say the last time I was there, um, I actually left in an ambulance and spent the night in the hospital. Um, but it's still tough day at the course, mate. A very tough day at the course. Yeah. Very tough day. It was like 108 degrees and I had like a heat issue from being out in like me and a couple of friends, we decided we were going to go play that day. And, and it ended up being beyond hot with a heat index that was like 300 degrees. And um, uh, we decided we were going to play 36 holes for some stupid reason. No. Uh, and we were the out plan. there all day. And, and I ended up, you know, having some issues being out there all day because I'm, you know, I sit behind a desk all day. I'm punching numbers on calculators. Yeah. Like I'm not <laughs> out working, <laughs> working in the heat. I'm not used to that. And and so, but it's a phenomenal golf course, a lot of fun to play. So that would be my tie. I, unfortunately I can't say Riviera. I was going to say like Augusta just to kind of try to rub it in Greg's face, but we know that no, that would not yeah, have been we, true. That's, 
Yeah, Kapalu is really wide open as well, isn't it? Yeah, oh, which is number just one fits course. my wheelhouse. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Any course with hundred yard wide fairways, that's for me. <laughs> I can hit this island. Yeah, Welcome. I can. I'm, I'm quite yeah, right. I, can, I got a chance of keeping this in play. I yeah, thought you were yeah, going to say you called the ambulance after seven shanks. So I thought he's had, he's had a, <laughs> no, no, it was a legit, legit medical issue. Yeah, honey, I'm oh, not going to yeah. be home. I'm going to be in the hospital. <laughs> so I'm going to go my third favorite course. And this is tough for me because mine are very emotional based as well as the course. So I've got a joint third and I can't choose between them. So and I'm going to say them both. So Pebble Beach is my third favorite course that I've played. I loved it. I love that area. It's stunning. And it's like I'm playing an iconic course that I've watched for years. Um, even though the back nine is relatively bland in appearance, the front nine is stunning. And then you've got the two holes at the end of the back nine, which are amazing. Um, Pebble Beach was amazing and a real treat and joint for me with pebble beach is actually st melian down the road here in cornwall mm. st melian was one of the first tournament courses i really played on as a kid i watched Seve and faldo and what was the benson and hedges back then play that course then to go and play it as a kid wanting to be a pro golfer like that was emotionally amazing and even when we revisit st melian it's a fantastic test like it's tough it's one of those courses that's a really interesting test. You've got to be super accurate, which plays into my game. Um, and if you are, there's rewards. And if you're not, it kills you. Unfortunately, with St. Melian, because of the UK weather being so, you know, such extreme ends of the spectrum, sometimes it can become a little unplayable, which then makes it slightly silly. So you do have to catch it within a medium weather span, if you like. But Pebble and St. Melian, and sorry, uh, yeah, Pebble and St. Melian are my third favourite. I can't choose before them. St. Melian is an emotional attachment. Pebble was, well, it's Pebble Beach. And it was, we played it the year the US Open was there. So they were preparing it. And it was just, that was, that was pretty special for me. Um, number two, favourite course, Greg. Let's get Greg out of the way because he'll say some silly course that no yeah, one's ever heard yeah. of. Like, I mean, Riv, what was his first one? Riviera was Torquay right. Riviera, the English yeah. Riviera, Torquay or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What said mm-hmm. what's, mm-hmm. your, what's your second one, Craig? Uh, we're gonna we're just gonna roll out with St Andrews. Um, oh right. You know, okay. have you heard it's the home of golf? Have you guys heard that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've said before, blessed to have played it. Um, you know, played the fifteen open there. Uh, played it in. That environment, not just to hit around. Um, really interesting place, really cool environment. When the tournament's on that week or any tournament, it's in town. If you get, if you're lucky enough to ever go watch one, um, get get after it. It's really fun because you you know yeah. to walk out straight onto the first tee, pretty much out of where you're staying. Uh, more often than not, was was pretty cool. Um, and just a great um, just a great venue for a golfer to plenty of room to hit it. Plenty of, plenty of width. Um, just keep hitting it left as the general consensus. But, you know, it plays into some of the ball flights you might need to hit might be a little freaky, you know, a little lower than what you're used to seeing for an American particularly. Yeah. Um, it really tests you out uh, in visually, like you can't see stuff. So we're, so it, it's a lot of knowledge required. So it takes a lot of uh, time and effort to figure all that out. Um, and, you know, again, a, a little bit more subtle in its challenges than something that's obvious. And I enjoy that part of it, but just the home of golf is just to be able to walk over, you know, you know, walk up 18 and things like that is, it's a cool moment. Yeah, so that sticks out. And all that. Yeah. yeah. It's I just, mean, it, it, it's an amazing 
place atmosphere any time of the year i've been there when there's norm events i've been there when there's events and it's similar atmosphere of it's so intrinsic into the whole town golf like everyone who's there is either living there as a local or they're there for golf or both um so i could see why that one's in there absolutely and just the traditions of the place would you love to play the old course lou is that one that would be on your tick list I think it would be on everybody's list. I'd like the first uh, first fairway, right? The 18th fairway. Those are even I can hit those. So well, like, you say that. <laughs> I got yeah. Well, yeah. I got I got a funny story. I got a story for you. So one of my really dear friends passed away, and his ashes. One of his wishes was that we spread his ashes in certain places, and one was in Australia, but one of them was on St Andrews. And so okay. we rolled down there one night. My wife and I. We stood on the Swilkin Bridge with our son. And, but it was a little windy. So the ashes, and he was a funny guy. He would have appreciated this. My son's running around going, what are you doing? It's getting in my eyes. Like the ashes were blowing <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and, and, and we're like, shut up. We're trying to be, we're trying to be really, like, really quiet about this. We don't want anyone to know. So my buddy's under the Swilkin Bridge, right? <laughs> it's a good nice. bird. Right? It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So your second course, Lou, what's your second favorite golf course? My second favorite golf course is a course that I grew up working at. Uh, I, I worked there when I was a kid, Country Club of Buffalo. It's a Donald Ross track. Um, it's in uh, outside of Buffalo, New York. Um, and it probably, I'm going to show you guys this. So can you Sharing see, can you, can you see yeah, the, uh, oh. the, this is the sixth hole at the country. Club oh boy. Buffalo. It's called the pulpit. It's a volcano. It, it looks like a volcano. It's called the volcano hole. And it's, you know, it's 180 ish, depending on where you want to play it from. Uh, and it's just a massive drop off all around. Yeah. So it's, it's so think of it like an put- Island green, but it's at the top of yeah. a mountain and you can miss right or left and just play ping pong back and forth all day. So yeah, it's is- a phenomenal golf course. That hole you can you can find articles you can you can it's called the the pulpit you can google country club of buffalo sixth hole and you'll find articles written about it and you'll you'll see people have said that that is you know that could be one of the best par threes in the country that nobody's ever really heard of and everything kind of it's the sixth hole so it's earlier ish on in the round which i kind of like because by then you're kind of warmed up you're ready to go and it's just such a like that hole is just so much fun to play. It's, it's just amazing. And the rest of the course is just a great, great track to play. It's so much fun. And I've played so many rounds there through the years. Um, and I'll, uh, I hope to get back out there when I, when I go back home to, uh, to Buffalo here uh, this, this summer, I haven't been, been on there in years, but uh, it's just a, such a fun track to play. So that is number yeah, two. Know. Pictures look great. Yeah, the picture Lou was showing us there. I mean, that is one hell of an upturned source of golf green. That was amazing, wasn't it? Okay, my second favourite golf course is the old course, but in Portugal. I haven't played St Andrews. I've been there many times, but I haven't played it. Um, Old course in, in, in Portugal. It's a really popular tourist spot. It's called the old course. I think it was the original course down on the Algarve. It's cut through trees. It's really pretty. It's really short, and it's just really good fun. Portugal, the sun is always shining down in the Algarve. The conditions fantastic. And it's just anyone can play it. Like if we all played there, Greg, you would enjoy it. You would tear it apart because there's plenty of opportunities on it. But I could play it with my mum and my dad and they would enjoy it also make enough pars that they feel like they've come off and had a good day. Um, and it's just in a fun area of Portugal where there's 
decent nightlife, decent, you know, it's a fun place to go on a golf trip. Probably one of my most kind of recommended venues for people when they ask, because I've been lucky enough to play in many places around the world on golf trips and what have you. And that is definitely one that people should look out. It's anyone in Europe who goes on a golf trip, the old course is definitely one of the ones that's always on the tick list. It's just a classic, fun, old European golf course. That's my number two. So I would say I've played much better courses than that. But it's again, for me, it's the fact that it's just so kind of gameable for so many golfers that I love. And it's one of those courses that I just think when people talk about rollback, I just think, what? This is a really short golf course. It's old and it's outdated in the sense of modern hitting. It used to have events on it. It wouldn't really do now, but it could do if it wanted to. But it's still one of the most fun courses I've played. And I've played 8,200-yard courses, Donald Ross courses in the US, and I've played 6,000-yard courses. And this one, at probably, I would guess, at 6'2", 6'3,000 yards, it's not long. And you never play off those tees because they're the back tees. Um, it's one of the most fun courses and anyone who goes and plays it says the same. And I just think, roll what back? Like, people are just having fun. Like, just get over yourselves. But anyway, that's my point there. Second one, old course. So number one, Greg, I don't like where this is going because I know what this number one course is going to be. Should we skip his last one or should we do I guess we should do it. <laughs> we we want to hear about it. <laughs> and I just want to say, if it's not an Australian course, you're going to be disowned, surely. It has to yes, be Yes, correct. I won't be allowed back. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> um, we're only just allowed back now with COVID, but I don't go. Uh, yeah, we won't <laughs> yeah. talk about that. But anyway. Um, Number one favourite course. Yeah, so I'm going to go with, it's a toss-up between Kingston Heath, it, it, which is on the Melbourne Sandbelt, and yeah. uh, Royal Melbourne uh, composite. I haven't played both. I've only played when they join it. They have 12 from one the east, I think, and six from the west or vice versa, but it basically it's a composite. And I, I probably Kingston Heath would win out. That was that was where Tiger Woods came down in 09 right before his scandal kicked off. I actually yeah. finished second to him that week. Um, it was a really cool week, but it's a, it's a great golf course for all of us that can play. It really it the, the, the sand belt is really awesome for Greens firm and fast pretty much all year round. Yeah. But the the coolest thing is the bunkers go right up to the edge of the green so you can putt in the bunkers almost. It's just a really cool yeah, look. It's so that. different to what you see over here or any most other places. There's no sort of separation. And the, but the, you could cut steak with the lip of the bunker. Like it's just really yeah. cool to, to do. Um, but lots of options off the tee. Like you can hit it, you know, there's not a lot of stress off the tee shots in some cases. Um, pretty wide. Uh, but uh, you know how you shape the ball into the green and the ball flight you hit in the green contact matters a lot because everything's kind of bouncy um, and and again it, it it's one of those things that to me again it, it hints back again to um, little subtle stuff that you may not think much of when you look at it because they're not visually um, super impressive like an American or everyone thinks green is better and water and stuff like that like they look at it it's really visually arresting this is just you you play it and you're like wow what a what a cool hole. Um, yeah, but it yeah. may not. You have to fall in love with brown, I guess, is what I'm saying, because well, brown is a lot of. I, I love the look of it. I get it. I mean, it yeah. reminds me of a Lynx course. It, it I, I think me a some, bit of Pinehurst it, number two as well. Pinehurst yes, number two is correct. so similar to that in its being that I've played, but I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. that contrast between green and brown. And 
or you know light brown and dark brown in some cases but yeah it's yeah. um it, it it really gives you a, a, you know you could run i could play with my dad and he could have a good day and i could have a good day you know like it's yeah, it really is nice that. yes i love yeah. that part of it and so that'd be probably number one and if i could play kingston heath you know the rest of my life that was always allowed to play i'd be a very happy man Mm. Yeah, and it's that contrast between nature and man-made on those courses that I love. Mm-hmm. It's that seamless blend between this is obviously, yeah. you know, sculpted and cut and and manicured, mm. but at the same time, there's an organic side to it where, you know, one if you look at say, you know, and Pebble Beach is relatively organic, but it's you know, you know, it's not. It's like right. forced on that space a bit more where those places just. It's the naturalness that they come across, which is so reminiscent of what we see on our links courses over here. Right. In the UK. Yeah. It's, it's almost like Mark, like they just let the rough be what the rough is. If, yeah. if, if sand shows up, they don't try and grow stuff on it. They just go, Oh, that's sandy yeah. lie. Bad luck. Yeah. Um, they yeah. look after yeah. the fairways and they just let the rest of it just, Oh, look, there's some wispy grass and that we'll let that alone. And you know, yeah, bad luck if you get it in it. there. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. That's a good choice. Uh, Lou, your number one favourite course. And before you do, do you reckon Greg's just not picked Augusta to show pity on us? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, just out of yeah. interest, what, what, is Augusta not, isn't in your top three because it isn't? Or are you just being modest? Because you've played Augusta. It's where we all want yeah, to play. Yeah. Why it's not in your top three because it's not in your top three? Just Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yes. No, it, it's not in my top three. No. Um, and, and and I like to win it. I'm not going to get. That, that's that. worse. That's that's, abs- that's even worse than naming it as number one. <laughs> like when Augusta doesn't even make your top three. Like I just well, want to crawl that, into though. a hole. <laughs> I know lots of people yeah. who have played Augusta. I know normal people who have played Augusta, and they love the experience and said it's amazing. But they never. I, I mean, I I work with a guy who played it lots. He went to um whatever the university played for the university team, and they used it in matches. And he said. Like it's great and it's Augusta and it's amazing. But when you play it a few times, it's, you know, it's wide open. It's like pretty baronesque in places. And it's just, it's not as overwhelming as people think it is. It's slightly underwhelming. And he didn't mean that in a negative way because he said it was fantastic. But it's interesting when you speak to people who play it. I I think Augusta is very good at selling what we can't have that then makes us want it even more. Of course, bit, which is of course. Why it's yeah. Go on, Emily. What's your number one? Uh, well, I have. I'm going to give you a few. I'm going to give you a couple of courses that are tied for number one that I've played, and then a couple of courses <laughs> that I will be playing uh, that I'm beyond excited to to get to. So I would say number one is tied, and it was hard for me to pick. Um, so I'm going with a tie between Oak Hill and, and Aronimic, both just phenomenal golf courses uh Aronimic was a lot of fun i played that a few years ago and i like i played it after the redesign which who did the redesign was it was it gil hans did he do the redesign i don't remember who it was i think it was um but it was just such a, it was very tailored to me like so they, i think they lost a ton of trees and it was pretty open um and i just feel way more comfortable on a <laughs> on a golf course that has a lot of room 
Who's rated is on how many trees are on the Yeah, floor. like how much room is there? He phones up the, and he says, do trouble. you have over 200 trees hmm? on that course? Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. do, Oh, sorry, uh, I've got the yeah. wrong number, bye. Don't, don't like that. <laughs> so, uh, Aronimic was just a, a spectacular track to play. It's a great Oak track. Hill's, yeah, Oak Hill was amazing too. Um, not too far away from where I grew up, so in, in Rochester, and uh, also a great track. Uh, but I have two courses. I had uh, I have one, which is an upcoming invite. Uh, and another one, an invite from last year that couldn't happen, that will happen this year. So um, Oakmont is one of them. So I can't wait wow. to get out at Oakmont. Nice. Um, and then the other one is Pine Valley, which I'm beyond excited to get onto Pine Valley. So I've been to Pine Valley a few times to to walk it for the Crump Cup. They open it up one day a year to the public and they have a mid-am tournament there. Um, and you can go and walk the course the final day. And the first time I was there, you know, you can pretty quickly see why it always ranks, you know, number one or two in the world. It's just a st- absolutely stunning, stunning place. So I can't wait to take my swing to that golf course. <laughs> yeah, the, the treat you'll the, the, you'll be treating that course with your swing there. I think, won't you? It'll be like yeah. A treat I, so I texted my buddy about this, and he said, you know, one of the one of the the crappiest swings in golf is going to go to the nicest course on the planet. That's just a that's a damn shame. That's a, just a damn shame. <laughs> So I can't wait to get there. Your really... buddies are harsh, aren't they're they? Like, they're, they're, oh yeah. man, you've got to get I take a, a lot of abuse. Yeah, I, I think I bring it a lot of it on myself, so I can't yeah, blame I them. I think you might do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my number one course then would be Sawgrass. I really enjoyed Sawgrass. I think mm. the stadium is what they call it. I, I, yeah. Again, I, what I loved about Sawgrass is that I found it quite playable compared to other tournament courses that generally feel a bit of a slog for me. Sawgrass wasn't short, but it was playable. There were opportunities on there for me to score if I hit it in the right place, as in not in the trouble. And also, it's it's so far removed from anything I grew up playing. You know, it's, it's close right. to Disneyland. The 17th is an experience that you just have to have. Like, you can have replicas of the 17th. I'm sure they're great, but... Playing the 17th at Sawgrass is fantastic. I love the 16th. I think the 16th is an underrated par five. It's a fantastic hole. I had a seven right. iron into 17, Lou, if you're wondering. Seven iron into 17. When I so played it, yeah. I, I, On the you, green. Do you Free feel... Free par? Well, happy yeah, with that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I need video I to prove that. Um, I've got you... video of it. He has video. <laughs> Oh, okay. Look, sawgrass, Mark Crossfield. Yeah. I'm nice. playing it. Are you uh, one of those people that thinks the 17th at Sawgrass should be redesigned? Because there's some people out there that think it should be redesigned. <laughs> oh my god! I, you, know, you know what I think should be redesigned? I think the weather system should be redesigned. That would be better. Let's let's can we not control right. the weather around 17? Yeah, like, yeah, just mental. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I, I 18, great hole, just such a great hole. 16, I think, such a fantastic hole. Um, Wait a minute. You hit seven iron on 17? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to watch my video back because I've gone and said that. It was downwind. It was was very windy. 16 or 17? Sorry, 16. Oh, there we go. Right, oh, right. Yeah, you had us confused. Second like, shot. Like, you're trying to impress us with 130-yard seven yeah. on here at the moment. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 
We know you're a short hitter, but it didn't, <laughs> I mean, it didn't smell right. I hit a little wedge into 17, <laughs> I, and, I lipped out, and I lipped out for two. Well, I was unfortunate not to make it. Sounds like you made a three then. I did make a three. Okay. I did make very a three. Very good. I didn't hit it very good. close. I nearly hold a very long putt. Um, but yeah, I just, I love the drop-offs. I love the fact, like there's little holes, like, is it the first thing? Is it the third, the par three at Sawgrass? Is it the third yes. or fourth? Yes, third. Mm-hmm. And the pin, the back portion of the green is so small. And when they pin the, put the pin back there off the back tees, it's a good length hole. And the drop-off around that green is ginormous. They're just bits that you don't normally see that much on telly. It's one of those holes I'm on it thinking, if I miss this green, certainly down there, the chances of me up and down in that are mm. like one in 50. Like, just do not hit it in that spot. And I, I really enjoyed that. So... Sawgrass was an amazing experience for me. I, I absolutely loved playing there. Um, and it, it's mainly because it was so far removed from what we grew up. You know, it's 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 Florida golf personified almost. It's Florida mm. golf on steroids kind of stuff. Um, and I just enjoyed my little steroid hit of Florida golf around Sawgrass. So there nice. you go. I also played Sawgrass Country Club. Have you ever played Sawgrass Country Club, Greg? No, I played the other one. Back there. Is that the one next door? I played. Saw, no, so I played, I played the, the one next door as well. Where they that's okay to too. I like that com. one too. That was yes. a good course, and yep. it was. I found that a bit more grueling, almost longer. I yes. can't remember the exact yardage, yes. but it yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's actually more water on that one, I think. Yeah, um, there was like yeah, par fives yeah. where it was just constantly up the left, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. How many more holes yeah. can I play with water at the left? Give me a break. You know what? You know what I love about Sawgrass, about your your number one pick there, mate, is if you really sit down and think about it. There's a lot of stuff on that golf course where the tee shot re- really wants you to hit it one direction, either left to right or right to left, but the shot into the green is the opposite. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in, in a perfect sense, if you really care about shaping the ball, it, like you go one, you, you're better off left to right off the tee, but it's nice to come in right to left into the green. Two, it does the same, right to left off the tee, but left yeah. to right into the yeah. green. It does a lot of that, which really stresses you during the round. It's a cool place. It really is cool. And I, I just love holes like four, like four. Yeah. I can, Short. I, I'm quite confident with my driver. So I just whack a driver up there and pitch on. And I look at that. Oh, and just think people are getting unstuck here. And even though I did actually, I dumped it in the water yeah. because my pitching was, came up a bit short, but I thought if I was playing regular, like this, how I would just enjoy this, but I know people I play with would just constantly get unstuck here because they missed the fairway. That, shot onto that green is treacherous because yeah. the green is insanely sloped so what happens if you're coming out the rough you hit the green you go to the back of the green and now your chances of two putting that if pins anywhere near the front is so tough because the green was ferocious and there were a few holes like that where i was i was able to use my skill which is i'll just hit a driver into any space i'm quite confident so i could get further up there where other good players were like getting unstuck because they were hitting it in the rough and then trying to knock it on the green where they were blatantly never going to stop it catching a drop off not up and down it so i really enjoyed the, the challenge because it's also is it the sixth is really short right through the yes. trees where like that yep. great hole um yeah lovely I, 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 I just not long don't need to roll anything back just really i just thought really well designed. they don't have very uh, big n- corridors there do they like i would probably be pretty uncomfortable at Sawgrass. There's a couple of holes you would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, like, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah you yeah. would. 10, like, is 10, it 15, 15, yeah, 15, narrow, yeah, 15 and 10. Or up the right, yeah. and it dog legs round. So you're like crossing the dog leg a little bit. Um, yeah. 10, yeah, 10. So I, and that's a great hole as well. 10. 
I, I enjoyed it. I just whacked my driver out there, a little draw into the middle and had like a nine, nine in, but there were people on 10, just like kahuna burger in it off the course mm-hmm. on the left or mm-hmm. into the rubbish on the right. And they were just not. That'd be low. That yeah, that would be me. <laughs> so you, yeah. we might be four it's or five days away here from Corrales golf club being on your list, Greg, depending on how here we goes, go. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. I like, I like the way you're thinking. I yes. Like yes. So I'm that looking forward to it. On 18 was, that looks pretty cool. Um, the, the picture it's, you posted of 18. So it plays, yeah, it plays <laughs> into the wind off the right. It's 200 off the back tee. They use two tees. The carry the water is about 270 yards into the really? wind. Really? Um, oh. Off the back tee. Yes, yes. So you have to go left because I think it's a par five for the members. So we go left. I had 230 into the wind for my second shot in the practice round. Last year is about similar, a little hybrid in there or something like that. Is it? But if they put the tee up, you can carry everything because it dog legs so sharply. You carry everything. Yeah. Guys, some guys can drive yeah, the greens. Can. I hit I hit wow. wedge in there once, right? Yeah, so it just yeah. depends on how they choose to set it up. But, yeah, blowing about 40 mile an hour, and uh, uh, we'll see how we go. Looking forward to Is, it. Uh, are you tempted? So does your caddy have to – do you want to, like, swim across the channel after you hit your tee? You're a multi-sport oh, athlete, so yes. I assume the you want to hit your tee shot, swim I'll the channel, that. and then I'll finish your round, right? Yeah, another, another video coming soon. Stay tuned. It's me and his pair of Speedos. It's really exciting oh, TV. <laughs> we can't wait for that one. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Well, good yeah, luck. Yeah, uh, good luck. Play well Thank you, this mate. week. We're rooting Thank you, you kindly. And you got Appreciate a lot it. on the line there with uh, with that backer that uh, that guy's got uh, ten, ten. Yep, about eleven cents he's got. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to it. It's a big one. There we go. <laughs> There's our top three courses, everybody. Um, let us know what yours are. Let us know what you thought of our picks. If you've played any of them or want to play any of them in the coming future, and it is, I mean it's just great fun. You get to play courses for your job. Um, Greg, I do kind of a little bit as well. It is just fun going to great venues, isn't it? It just it's a part of our game that is so great that we can go to these places. Like I'm stood on the 17th, that's got so much history at Sawgrass. You're stood at, I mean, you're making history at St. At St. Andrews as well. Um, Greg obviously playing in the tournament, but that's what's so great about our game, which hopefully continues. Thanks for listening, everybody, as always, and we'll catch you in the uh, next episode. <laughs>